Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So we only have lowlights. What do you mean there's no highlights from the state of the year? No, there's no highlights. Again, it's not that Biden lies. It's that he lies about everything all the time. And the information he lies about, ladies and gentlemen, is easily refuted. Easily. Even by communist search engines like Scroogle. You just have to go put in what Biden said, and you'll see that what he's saying is just wrong. I've got that also, some pretty explosive stuff I got from a Twitter account yesterday. I'm hoping to get to it today, uh, but I got a lot to talk about, so let's not waste any time. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Birch Gold. I've been a customer of Birch Gold. It's B-I-R-C-H for a long time. Listen, despite the U.S. blowing through the debt ceiling, again, the leftist White House wants to spend more money. Okay, well, what does that mean for you? Well, they spend more money, they print more money, which devalues the money you have now, which means you're poorer. Wow. Well, what do I do about that? Well, the answer is do what I did. Diversify. Diversify your savings and don't let the government bankrupt you. Diversify into gold with my friends at Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is dependable. That's why I love it. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Just text Dan, D-A-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. Then talk to one of their precious metal specialists. Think about it. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000. And ladies and gentlemen, here's the bad news. It's only getting worse. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Dan to 989898 with an A-plus rating. That's right. With the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, me included, Birch Gold's who I trust with my future and yours. Text Dan to 989898 today. Don't wait. Past performance, not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rate supply. Joe's already tired. He don't even want to do the show today because I've had them up since four <laughs> o'clock this morning cutting what, Joe? It's 40, 50 cuts. Yeah, at least. Poor guy. It, it's now post time, though. You know, it's time yeah, to hit and, it. And he is. Joe is uh, Joe has never missed a work day. So we're always. And we were knocking so him out lickety split, too. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, I know. Well, I watched it last night, uh, and uh, you probably watched it, too. Did you uh, vomit at all? Um, was there any. Uh, <laughs> did you need a. Anyone need a doggy bag? You steal them from the airlines? Projectile like, yeah. Yeah, projectile. So in a little bit of good news, Donald Trump had an official response to the State of the Union debacle Joe Biden put on last night. Uh, it was a really good response. It was, uh, it was quite funny and, and only uh, Trumpian, uh, the Trumpian way. So uh, just before we get to Biden's lowlights, here was one of the highlights, Donald Trump's response. Uh, take a listen yourself. The 2023 State of the Union address, or as I call it, the wonders of Adderall, the slur of the union started out with a kiss. Kamala's husband planted a big wet one on the mouth of Dr. Jill. They call her Dr. Jill, like Peter Stroke and Lisa Page. Oh, Peter, I love you. Oh, Lisa, I love you too. The FBI love birds. What a disgrace. Sleepy Joe Biden used the word folks more than I've ever used the phrase, believe me, which is a lot when you think about it. Believe me. And I want to congratulate Sleepy Joe for creating more new words than any president in the history of our great country. He says the State of the Union is strong, and that's fake news. China's flying balloons over our great country, and we will only be strong when I return to the White House and make America great again. Of course, that is our good friend, Sean Farish, who is the single greatest Donald Trump voice impersonator you've ever seen. Come on, let's be honest. You're listening on Apple or Spotify or SoundCloud or audio only. Let's be honest. You thought that was Donald Trump, didn't you? Check him out, Sean Farish. He's on Twitter, at Sean underscore Farish, F-A-R. 
A-S-H. Uh, he is awesome. Captain Deplorable. But let's get to the real speech. I figured out, you know, after watching and being forced to sit through that absolute mess last night, if you did, I wanted to start you off with a smile. So this uh, portion of last night's abomination of a speech, if we even can call it that, pretty much summed up uh, the State of the Union under Joe Biden. He says in this speech that make no this portion of the speech, make no mistake, fellas, he is going to veto anything that comes to his desk that would stop the creation of fresh Brazilian juju jobs. What is that? I have no freaking idea. Take a listen yourself. Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of Brazilian jobs, I will veto it. So definitely don't raise the cost, Joe, of fresh Brazilian Brazilian jobs. He'll so definitely veto that. Which is uh, glad he's getting ahead of that. So Republicans, <laughs> do not send that bill to the desk. You'd be wasting everyone's time. Oh, uh, that pretty much sums it up. It does. Yeah, it does. Uh, it was, you know, he's lying about stuff. When he's not lying about stuff, he's making up words like uh, Captain Deplorable Sean just said. But there was some other stuff too. Uh, this has been getting a lot of play on cable news. Biden keeps repeating this Social Security Medicare myth that the Republicans somehow are going to attack your Social Security and Medicare. Now, let me just be candid with you here because I will never spin your wheels. I, I actually wish that the Republican Party would do their best to preserve these programs by being honest with the American people and talking about how bankrupt they are. That's according to their own actuaries, by the way. We've already played the cuts. I've showed you that the, the, the Byron Donald's Joy Reid fight over this. There is simply no doubt among sane people who can go and put in a search engine, Social Security Actuaries Bankrupt 2037. You can read it yourself. The program's going bankrupt. The reality is the Republican Party has already said publicly, Kevin McCarthy, that they're not going to do anything about it. I'm not sure that's good news. Okay, let's just be clear about that. Having said that, Biden is clearly lying when he's saying right now that, oh, these Republicans are going to cut these programs because they've already said publicly they're not. So he said it again last night, got booed and heckled by the Republicans and good. They're like, oh, we need civility. Like, you know what? Let's just stop Pelosi ripping up the speech. I'm not interested in any of that crap anymore after the Trump era. New rules, baby. Here, listen to yourself. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks. Okay, he's talking about Rick Scott. Again, we'll give you the truth here. Uh, very few people on the, on, the, on the left will. He's talking about Rick, Rick Scott's plan. Sadly, uh, no Republican, and it would, by the way, salvage a lot of these programs from the economic disaster they are. Uh, almost no Republican is signed on to this thing. So Biden's just saying that to scare you. 
Uh, but the sad part about it uh, to the seniors out there listening is these programs are going broke. We can either accept that and fix it, or we can ignore it until it kicks everyone in the nuts. That's uh, just a hard reality. Okay, moving on. We've already spoken about that at length, and I got a ton more to get to. So here was another low light of it yesterday. Uh, here is Biden yelling again. Now, uh, if you know and you've seen the sad decay, and I mean this with all sincerity, the sad decay of someone going through frontal lobe disorders, Alzheimer's, cognitive deficits, any form of dementia, um, the yelling can be part of it. Uh, Joe Biden is clearly suffering from some cognitive deficit, uh, whether it's a, a result of age or something genetic. I, I don't know. But Biden can't stop yelling. He loves yelling at people. And here's the weird thing. He's yelling about Xi Jinping of China. And as I search through Twitter and true social and the Internet this morning, pretty much everyone had the same response to this clip I'm about to play. One, why is he yelling? But two, what the hell is he even yelling about? Here, maybe you can translate. Listen for yourself. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. Na what? Uh, he took the place of Xi, Xi, Jin, Xi Jinping. He's the, he's the president of China. And it's not just that he, it's a verbal faux pas, like the Frisian billion jobs, whatever that was in the beginning. It's not just that it's a, it's that he's yelling it as if he really means it. Name me one. Name me one. Person who's replaced Xi Jinping like me. Folks, nobody knows what he's even talking about. You know, Jim over at the radio show has the Biden alarm clock where he wakes you up yelling. We're going to have to add this to the Biden alarm clock portfolio. What, why is the man always yelling? The answer is because he has to clear some, some kind of cognitive disorder that the White House just doesn't want to disclose. Okay, this is kind of the... the, the Silly stuff. We're getting out of the way in the beginning, kind of loosening you up to last night's abomination. If you manage again to hold all your food down, listening to this disaster. But when he was done yelling, he actually said things that were substantive. Substantive? Yeah, they had substance to them. The substance was just fake. It was fool's gold. It was just all lies. Let's start with this. This was the biggest cell phone of the night. This is a mis again, Biden has a real knack and his he, he was a better speaker in his younger age. He was always a BSer, right? But in his younger uh, younger years, decades ago, he was a more aggressive liar and he was kind of better at it. He was almost like a, 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 a what uh, a, he was like a kind of a diplomatic liar. He was good. he's not good at it anymore. He winds up saying contradictory things in the same sense and he doesn't even catch himself. This is a perfect example. He's trying to attack oil companies and he winds up attacking himself. He's trying to make the point that these oil companies made a bunch of money because they're not investing in new oil fields. Then in the exact same sentence, he goes on to say how he told the oil companies, if you invest in these oil fields, you won't be able to make money except for like 10 years and then you're done. Oh, okay. And the thing is, the guy's so dumb. Watch, by the way, watch the McCarthy response. The Republicans are all laughing at him as he says this because they don't even realize the guy just wrecked himself. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Here, listen to this idiot. Notice Big Oil just reported his profits, record profits. Last year, they made $200 billion. 
in the midst of a global energy crisis. I think it's outrageous. Why? They invested too little of that profit to increase domestic production. And when I talk to a couple of them, they say, we're afraid you're going to shut down all the oil wells and all the uh, oil refineries anyway, so why should we invest in them? I said, we're going to need oil for at least another decade. And that's going to exceed <laughs> and beyond that. We're going to need it. Uh, again, you're a really smart audience. Um, he's telling us that he's telling the oil companies agreeing with them that we're basically not going to be extending any of these oil deals. So if you invest in these, we're not going to let you actually get your money back from them. And then he's perplexed why they're not investing in them. The, the only explanation for this is the guy's pure, unadulterated idiocy. Folks, when he's not owning himself or talking about first zillion zillion jobs, Biden's lying and making stuff up. By the way, stay tuned for the second part of this show. Today's show, I got, I, I got a pretty outstanding, outstanding section here on misinformation, how the government uses misinformation. So don't go anywhere, please. But I got to get through this part because I want to just show you how dishonest these guys are. Here first, here was Kareem Jean-Pierre before the speech. Again, using this ridiculous debunked talking point we've debunked on this show probably 20 or 30 times, if not more, that wages are going up. I've shown you the screenshot over and over and over again. Real wages are down 2% when you factor in less hours worked under this administration from December to December of 2022, and we have you full year's data. That's just a fact. Here's Karine Jean-Pierre repeating the same BS that somehow Biden, yeah, he's the wages president. He's the wages president, right? Just not the way you think. Take a listen. Yes, he'll talk about the progress of the last two years. Let's not forget, we have seen uh, record wages go up. Okay, folks. Oh, yeah. Again, wage. Uh, I can't. I, I'm the, do we have to do this again? Now, I thought to myself, okay, maybe he's not going to repeat that. Maybe Karine Jean-Pierre is just doing her thing. You know, anybody changing their vote? Anyone, Joe? Still, still, still sucks. sucks. Yeah, no. Still sucks. Still sucks. Okay, yeah. The war. I thought maybe it's just a Karine Jean-Pierre thing. Uh, but no, Biden, of course, fired that baby out right in the middle of the State of the Union. Take a listen. Here at home, gas prices are down $1.50 from their peak. Food inflation is coming down. Not fast enough, but coming down. Inflation has fallen every month for the last six months. Oh, take-home pay has gone up. Take-home pay's gone up. Oh, that's news to most Americans. Four out of 10 who say their economic condition is far worse off than when Biden took office. That's because real wages are down for, again, probably the 31.5th time on this show. Folks, you can just go to a search engine, even left-wing Soviet Google, and put in real wages are down, and you will see the BLS's own government data. He is just making this stuff up. Here's another whopper. Bad pun intended. So Biden, that was probably the worst <laughs> pun I've ever done on this show. Uh, bad one. Yeah, bad. So, yeah, it was bad, horrible. <laughs> but that's all right. I'm self-critical because it's good. You got to, let me tell you something. You can't look yourself in the mirror and say, no. that was a bad one. Then <laughs> you don't belong on the air. No. So here's Biden last night during the speech where he makes just, again, creates out of thin air this fabricated story that McDonald's and burger joints are in mass making these employees sign non-compete contracts so they can't go across town to work at another burger joint? And then Biden has the moose nuts to ask us all to go look it up. So I did. 
Here, listen to yourself. So a cashier at a burger place can't walk across town and take the same job at another burger place and make a few bucks more. It just changed. But they just changed it because we exposed it. That was part of the deal, guys. Look it up. Look it up. He says, look it up. Burger joints. Non-compete contracts all over the place. And he says, look it up. So we did. We went to the far-left Soviet PolitiFact, which is a propaganda operation for the administration, who would do anything to make this story true if they could. And even PolitiFact deemed this story, in fact, false. So I said, ah, maybe it was a mistake. He said, look it up. So I went to another left-wing goon site, factcheck.org, which is to the left of even PolitiFact and Snopes. They make Snopes look like, uh, you know, the Ronald Reagan uh, uh, opposition research organization. Factcheck.org. Biden's false claim about McDonald's. Quote, there is no evidence to support this. Now, think about it. What did I say to you in the beginning of the show? It's not that Joe Biden lies that bothers me. All politicians lie. Republicans, Democrats, Trump, Bush, Obama, Clinton, they all lie. Okay, that's just part of politics. I wish it wasn't, but it is. It's that Biden lies to you because he thinks you're stupid. And you won't go and look up these basic things like burger joint, non-compete Biden which is what happened, which is what I put in the search engine. And this comes up right away. What do you, can you guys vouch for me on this? Do we have a team of opposition researchers here doing the show in the morning? Who does it? Who does it, Joe? Who does the opposition research? Yeah. Oh. Joe's confused because he's like, wait, yeah. me? Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, do you get emails from anyone else in the morning? Hell no. Hey, but me. Yeah, you, okay, now these guys suggest stuff, yeah. but I do. I'm, uh, I'm, this is not a pat on the back. These guys do hard work. Yeah. I'm, I'm just telling you, trying to make the point that that's how easy this is when you know yeah. how to use the interweb. He just lies all the time about everything. I want to get to this grifter next, because this guy is a grifter and a loser who has never worked a serious day in his entire life. And I am so sick and tired of hearing BS from this guy. Listen, the politics of envy, the Democrats practice is disgusting and the Republicans better damn well start taking this on. Go get a freaking job. Go get a job and get off your ass. Stop talking about everyone else's money as if it's yours. I'm sick of you grifter liberal losers sitting in your mama's basement with your freaking Ben and Jerry's and your fruity pebbles all morning. Go get a freaking job. You're obsessed with other people's money because you suck and you can't do a damn thing yourself. You losers and zeros. Grifters like Biden. Hey, FF, yeah. From a bum who's never worked a serious day in his entire life. Disgusting. Grifter bum. Using his family to leverage foreign countries to give them money because they can't get real jobs. Disgusting. And talking about everybody else's money. I'm going to get to that. and Don't go anywhere for that. Because he's just, again, just straight up BSing you about this. Folks, what's your gift this Valentine's Day? How about taking 10 or 15 years off your appearance with GenuCell skincare and their most popular package? And right now, every most popular package is 70% off and includes the next breakthrough in skincare technology. What is it? It's GenuCell's probiotic moisturizer. Get it absolutely free. These super ingredients, you know, found in yogurt can have the same nourishing benefits and goodness for your skin. Probiotic extracts can help target bad bacteria on the surface of your skin and help restore balance to your skin's microbiome for a noticeably clearer complexion and visibly younger appearance. 
See those fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, sagging jawlines, and even bags and puffiness visibly disappear right before your eyes thanks to Gen Yourself. Trust me, everyone. My mother-in-law loves this stuff. Miriam, she's downstairs now. She found it. This is her go-to skincare with Gen Yourself. Plus, with its immediate effects, you can see results in under 12 hours. Guaranteed or your money back. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L. GenuCell.com slash Dan right now. And for the first time ever, every order at GenuCell.com from now until Valentine's Day includes a beauty box with two luxury gifts, yours free. Order now. It's the last week. GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Dan. Check it out. You're going to love it. Okay. I didn't want to get too far. That's why I took a break there. I did that intentionally. Folks, this guy in the White House, there has never been such a combination of grifter, greed, loser, incompetence, weakness, and stupidity like we've had in Joe Biden. The man is the most dangerous person to ever sit at the USS Resolute desk. It's not even a close second. But Obama was bad. I'm telling you, this guy's worse. This guy's worse because he is stupid. Obama was more tactical in what he did and therefore would try to, he would dial back when he thought he was getting too much Republican pushback that would hurt him politically. Biden's too stupid to see even that. This is a dumb, greedy grifter. And all he wants is other people's money because he has no capability to earn any income himself because he's a loser. Here's the first part, uh, part of this, this run-on sentence and a couple paragraphs in his speech where he starts talking again about the fair share hoax. The rich don't pay their fair share. This is a hoax. By bums like Biden who just want other people's money. Bums. Bums. Who don't want to do a damn thing. So they want other people's money because they're bums and losers. You all getting the point? Here, listen to yourself. The tax system is not fair. It is not fair. Look. The idea that in 2020... 55 of the largest corporations in America, the Fortune 500, made $40 billion in profits and paid zero in federal taxes? Zero? Folks, it's simply not fair. Okay, the 55 corporations thing. Guys, how many times have we debunked that? Like 55 times, Guy said. Ladies and gentlemen, the corporations he's talking about. Notice what he doesn't do there. Do you find it odd? That if these 55 corporations, right, fellas, if they were engaged in tax evasion, wouldn't Biden haul them out in handcuffs? It'd be a great PR opportunity, right? Bunch of rich billionaires, Joe. Look at them. We caught them evading. Look at them. Oh, yeah. Perp walking them, handcuffs. How come that didn't happen? I mean, anyone? Oh. Because oh. it didn't happen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, how come it didn't happen? Joe, good point. The money ball rule. Joe, <laughs> why, the money ball rule, right? Well, you know, if he's a good hitter, why is he hit? How come it didn't happen? Because it didn't happen. Yeah. Because the 55 companies... We're using the tax code signed off by Biden and the swamp. That's why. And the 55 companies he's talking about took advantage of claw forward and claw back provisions and the stimulus thing to keep people employed that Democrats and Republicans signed off on. Oh, he left that part out because he's a grifter and a bum. That's why he left it out. He's a bum who doesn't want to work and he wants other people's money. Now, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Let me make this point to the liberals. So conservatives, you, you can put it on pause if you don't need to hear this, but you probably, you probably do too, just because you need to argue with your liberal friends for me, right? My proxies out there, right? The deputies. If you believe rich people suck 
and you envy them and you're jealous because you're a bum and you have no abilities and then you just don't want to work or do anything and you never want to be wealthy yourself. You just want to be a bum and you believe you're entitled to that money because you are. The nice part about being in a constitutional republic is you can argue that. You can say, I think I should have your money um, and I'm going to vote people in who will take it. I disagree. I think you're a bum. But I'll defend your right to say that because we live in a republic. However, the facts here don't really give a about your opinion. Suggesting that wealthy people don't pay the fair share of taxes, you need data to back that up. And the data says the opposite. The data says that non-wealthy people don't pay their fair share. Oh, my gosh, that's harsh. That's because it's true. So what do I do when I want to prove a point? I go to left-wing communist site, Google, the left search engine of choice, and I just put in, what do the top 1% of taxpayers pay? And we can all agree those are the wealthy, right? The one out of 100 people who make the most money. Liberals, that's what top 1% means. I know you're confused right now. So this is an actual, again, screenshot of my phone. You can try this yourself, Libs. You're probably too stupid to do it. And this is what the Google search looks like. In all, the top 1% of taxpayers accounted for more income taxes paid than the bottom 90% com- com- combined? Uh-huh. 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 The top one, the top 1% of taxpayers paid $723 billion in income taxes, while the bottom 90 paid $450 billion. So again, the, the, the top one of 100 people in your neighborhood and anywhere else, the, the rich guy in your neighborhood, right? They're yeah. responsible for $723 billion in income taxes, while the other 90 in your neighborhood only paid $450 billion. So again, who's not paying the fair share? One out of 100 people is paying more taxes than 90 out of 100 people. So I decided to pull up the article attached because I thought, who knows, maybe it's just Google misinformation. Maybe they're setting me up, Joe. Maybe they're setting me up for some fact checker to come in and kind of smoke me out later. Yeah. Like, let's set up Dan Bongino and Lighter. So I clicked on the link. The link, by the way, will be in the newsletter. Listen, um, I, you know, I, I, I love the newsletter. It is free, of course. It's Bongino.com slash newsletter. I always recommend it. But today's one of those days I really recommend it because I'd like you to just click on this piece, print it out, or keep it in your bookmarks for your liberal friends who want to argue tax policy. It's very easy to read. It's by Erica York at the Tax Foundation. It's updated, it's new, and it has, it has 2023 data. So it has a summary of the latest federal income tax data. This is data that comes from the govern, gov, government, you know, that the government the liberals love. So before you say, this is actual government data. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so here's a summary of the data for people like Joe Biden who believe the rich don't pay their, quote, fair share. Bums, bums who want other people's money. The top 1% income, their share of income rose from 20% in 2019 to 22, uh, 22% in 2020. Oh, okay. They made more money. That's great. And its share of federal income taxes paid rose from 38.8% to 42.3%. Joe, this is weird. It's almost as if the rich made more money. Yeah. And they, I, wait, look, and they paid more taxes. Holy crap. Stand, stand easy. Dude. I know this is, Guy says, Guy says shockingly, that sounds fair. Um, here, here's another data point from the Tax Foundation. No, wait, wait, go back. There's another. 
the top 50% of all taxpayers, liberals, that means 50 out of 100 people. So the top 50%, the top half of earners, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I'm sorry if I'm dumbing this down for the conservatives, but liberals are really dopey. So I got to explain this away. The top 50 earners in your neighborhood paid 97.7% of all federal income taxes. <coughs> while the bottom 50% of earners paid the remaining 2.3%. Ah, oh, wow. That sounds really unfair to the top 50% of earners. Joe Biden won't tell you that. He's a bum. The bum. So we're all you liberal Ben and Jerry eaters sitting eating fruit, pe fruity pebbles in mama's basement. If you want to get a job, take your ass, get it out of the freaking seat and go get a freaking job. And you can be that 1% or top 50% that's paying all the taxes. Stop being bums, losers. Oh, when you're laying on your ass. it's time for the Republican Party. Get the bed sores off your ass. Yeah. Yeah, you're damn right. And the Republican Party better start waking up to this. Granted, you're probably not going to be as aggressive as I am, and that's fine. But I'm getting tired of this argument. I worked my ass off to make money and to build jobs and to pay Joe and Gee and other people I pay and to create jobs at Fox through my show and through Westwood with my radio show and my website where we Matt works with us and others. I busted my ass to do this. I'm not looking for anybody's applause. I don't know you guys squat on the left. Get your ass out of the seat and go to freaking work yourself, you lazy bums. And stop telling me I don't pay. I just cut a quarterly check to the IRS that would make your freaking head spin. To give money to people who, a lot of them, not all, who don't do squat. Take a break here. Well, Biden repeated this lie, too, again, about billionaires and rich people. I'm going to get to that in a second. Let me get to my, uh, my next sponsor first. Again, easily discredited Biden's stupidity. Folks, it's time to start preparing. You ever get in that gut feeling something's up, something's wrong? Got China, balloons over the United States, talking about EMP attacks. Folks, you do not want to be on a government food line if the, you know what I'm talking about, hits the fan. You cannot trust these institutions anymore. If you're relying on government in a moment of preparedness in an emergency, then you're relying on the wrong person. Rely on yourself. Pick up some emergency food today for my friends at My Patriot Supply. I am a repeat customer. I give Patriot Supply my permission to show my receipts. Just cut out my credit card. I'm going to everyone. I buy this stuff. They have a three-month emergency food kit. It comes packed with really tasty meals, breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. It averages 2,000 calories a day. And calories are survival in an emergency. Get at least one kit for each person in your family. Don't have your kids starving, folks. Self-reliance is the only alternative to government food lines. Time's running out. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Save $200 on your three-month emergency food kit today while you still can. These kits are in stock and ready to ship fast and free. They arrive in unmarked boxes for your safety and your privacy. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Go before the next crisis strikes. It's too late afterwards. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Okay. Here's the grifter and his bum followers who don't want to work again, repeating the lie that teachers who I love and I've spoken highly of and will continue to, they changed my life. The teachers are somehow paying a higher tax rate than billionaires. I heard that. I'm like, wow, these teachers, Joe, really getting screwed over here. Take a listen to yourself. We have to reward work, not just wealth. Pass my proposal for the billionaire minimum tax. You know, there's a thousand billionaires in America. It's up from about 600 in the beginning of the term. But no billionaire should be paying a lower tax rate than a school teacher or firefighter. I mean, 
mean it. Think about it. Okay, what's the tell there, guys, that he's lying? You know, you see, did you hear the tell? Yeah, yeah. He got it. I mean it. Whenever Joe Biden says, I mean it, this is the truth. Listen up, pay attention. I'm serious. It means he's lying. Um, so our teachers, in fact, who I don't know, make anywhere from, I guess, thirty-five to seventy-five thousand dollars a year at entry level, dependent on state. Uh, I'm guessing, but I had teachers in the family, uh, still do. So it's pretty wide range, but they make a middle-class income to start, right, teachers? So if that's in fact true, I would be pretty outraged because we do have a military to support, a court system. Uh, we do have things the government does have to pay for, and it'd be kind of ridiculous for teachers to have to finance all of that. Now, I just showed you the data showing, of course, this is all a lie, that the top 50% of earners pay 97.7% of the taxes and the top 1% pay more than the bottom 90 combined. You can believe it or not. I don't really care. Facts don't care whether you believe them or not. They're just facts. So again, I looked it up in this tax foundation piece, which you should get at uh, my newsletter today. And there's actually a bullet on that too. So the average income tax rate in 2020, where we have a full data set was 13.6%. Okay. The top 1% of taxpayers, that's the rich people Biden's talking about, paid a 2.5%. Joe, am I reading? Is that say 25.99%? So effectively uh, yeah. 26. Yeah, yeah. 25.99. I didn't say two. Is that 2.5? Oh, it's 20. Okay, so they paid basically a 26% rate, the yeah. top 1%. So teachers, of course, must pay, by Joe Biden's logic, something greater than 26% because they pay a higher tax rate than billionaires, which would be in the top 1%. Guys, is there a logic chain break here? Checks it. He says it's in this ever Spock tone. It does check out, Captain. Uh, <laughs> He notes again, uh, excuse me, Erica York notes in the piece that the 26% rate paid by the top 1% is more than eight times higher than the 3.1% average rate paid by the bottom half of, uh, of, of, of taxpayers. So it's, 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 good, it's good to know. It's almost as if Biden was, was lying to you again. It's all right, babe. Keep sucking it up. By the way, this was in the Wall Street Journal the other day by James Freeman. We covered this last week, so I never want you to think you're wasting your time here. The Tax Foundation research was quoted right there, that the wealthy are paying eight times the rate of the bottom half of earners. Again, you're, if you listen to the show, you were listening to the speech last night, you were saying to yourself, I heard that on the Dan Bongino show, that that sounds like some bull. Now, just one more point so you're ahead of it, because I know your liberal friends will say, well, that's a conspiracy theory because that all changed after the Trump tax cuts where the rich got richer and the poor got poorer. So I was nice enough to put this Bongino.com piece uh, we did by Matt Palumbo uh, into the show notes today, the newsletter, so you could read it yourself. No, the Trump tax cuts did not all go to the rich. The average cut in taxes was $1,600. And an analysis by the Tax Policy Center in 2018 yielded identical results when it came to the share paid by earners. The top 1% of income earners would glean 20% of the tax cuts benefits. 20%. But Biden and his team said the rich got 80%. Yeah, they're just making that up. Really? They would just make it? Yeah, yeah, they're just making it up. That's not what happened. They got 20% of the benefit. Here's the truth, folks. The left, right now, the far left, progressives and Biden, they're bums. They don't want to work. And you don't owe these people or the government anymore. You don't owe them any more money. You don't owe them jack squat. You don't owe them squat. These people are stealing from you. Get off your ass and go to work. You want to take billionaires' money? There's a way to do it. 
Go work for one, then become a billionaire yourself and create your own ideas. All right. It's not that he can't eat lies, Biden. said he lies about everything. This one is just, no one even knows where he got this number from. Here's Biden just magically creating 12 million jobs. Like 12 million jobs in two years? Like, holy Moses, that's serious. I mean, the country only has 330 million people. Biden created 12 million jobs? Well, he said so last night. Check this out. Two years ago, the economy was reeling. I stand here tonight after we've created, with the help of many people in this room, 12 million new jobs. More jobs created in two years than any president's created in four years because of you all. Because of the American people. That's impressive, Joe. 12 million new jobs in two years. So glad he's there. Yeah, I'm glad he's there too, man. (laughs) Yeah, that guy's awesome. Uh, The problem with that statement is, just like the last statement, um, about how the rich took home 80% of tax benefit, despite taking home 20, the exact opposite. Um, it's just made up. No one knows where he got the number from. He just keeps saying it. Just like he went and saw Nelson Mandela and got arrested, graduated at the top of his class, was the outstanding student, has three degrees, beat up corn pop, knew Angelo from Amtrak. Uh, all of these stories. Grew up in the Puerto Rican Jewish and black community all at the same time. Was a civil rights activist. He's just an unrepentant sociopathic liar. Jessica Chasmer, Fox News. Biden repeated the misleading claim about the number of total jobs he's created since he took office. According to the BLS, the economy under Biden has only added 2.7 million overall jobs. As I said, 12, no, two, two, a little little different. I, I don't know, again, you're not wasting your time here, folks. He's wasting your time and your liberal friends will repeat this just obvious falsehood over and over because they're just Kool-Aid drinking cultists. Here's just one more thing I want to throw in there. It's related, but unrelated to last night's speech. It's more related to Biden's lying. Uh, I caught this uh, this week uh, from the IRS. Did you see this? The IRS sent out a new notice. Remember the IRS, Biden wants to hire 87,000 new employees. They haven't all been hired yet. Obviously, it's going to take a while. But um, Biden wants to hire 87,000 new employees. But we were assured by the left. You guys remember that they were only going to target people who made $400,000 a year. Oh, those certainly do. people. Yeah. You remember that, right? Well, that makes this really uh, interesting. If you want to read it, it's in the newsletter today yourself. Now the IRS is introducing a new service industry tip reporting program to monitor your tips in a restaurant. He says, Joe, they're going after the billionaire waitresses. <laughs> yeah. Now, listen, um, you bust your ass and work for a living. You have my endless support. Thank you for everything you do. But I just want you to know that they are coming after you. They're not coming after the rich. The IRS does not want to take on the rich in court because they have these things called lawyers and accountants and they lose. They lose a lot. Who are they going to come after? They're going to come after you. They're going to monitor your tips now. And you can read it right from the IRS, folks. You don't have to believe me. All right. I want to get this second block of the show. It's going to be really important. Let me get to my last sponsor. Please don't go anywhere. Remember I told you you've been sold out? You've been sold out to the deep state. I'm going to get through as much of this as I can because this is a really important segment. Hat, a hat tip, uh, Kanakoa on Twitter where I found some of this. This is really, really good stuff. Our last sponsor today is iTarget. You have the iTarget Cube yet? If you own a firearm and you don't have it, you need to get it today. You've been, heard, you've been hearing me talk about iTarget forever. If you have one, I'm going to take you to the next level. They have a new product you need to get your hands on. You ever seen competitive shooters practice timing drills on the range? 
Imagine being able to do that at home anytime you want without spending a dime on ammo. That's what the iTarget Cube does. It's an amazing product. I have it. I train with it. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser rounds. You can buy one or upgrade to the three-pack for a truly unique training experience. Compete with friends, practice clearing drills, or use random mode to test your ability to react, all while the system times every shot you take. Right now, save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code DAN when you go to iTargetPro.com. That's the letter I, I-T-A-R-G-E-T. iTarget comes in most calibers from 9mm to 223, so you can train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. That's the letter, iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com. Use offer code DAN. Check it out. You're going to love the iTarget. So remember I told you, uh, I've been talking about for the last two weeks, how the Biden classified document story about his dealings with foreign countries is only a story because you've been sold out. Foreign countries own this place. They own our politicians. China owns our politicians. They own Swalwell. They own Schiff. They own Feinstein. They own Biden. And they probably own some Republicans too. China's been laughing at us and mocking us for years. It's been a disgrace because they own these people. They own Biden's kid, they own Biden Inc., they own his brother, and they own Joe Biden. Hat tip RNC research. This is compilation. Don't you find this weird how much Biden seems to downplay the China threat? Although every sane person knows it's the most serious geopolitical threat the United States has ever had. Oh, he hasn't done that. Again, don't listen to me. Listen to Biden. China is not our enemy. I believe then, and I'm even more convinced now, that a rising China is an incredibly positive development for not only China but the United States and the rest of the world. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. China is a great nation, and we should hope for the continued expansion. We want to see China rise. A rising China can be a significant asset for the region and the world. China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a they're, they're not, they're competition for us. China is not our problem. We can help them with some of their problems. China is... Not a problem. The idea that China is going to eat our lunch is bizarre. And so what are we what are we worried about? We talk about China as our competitor. We should be helping. Do you think in retrospect that you were naive about China? No. What a beautiful history we wrote together. What a beautiful history. He seems to really love China. Seems like he has his lips uh, sewn to the ass of China. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe because there's serious allegations of his son's potentially corrupt business deals with the Chinese Communist Party connected energy conglomerate that was also involved in the recent arrest of an FBI agent. Alleged to be selling his soul to a foreign government as well. Folks, your government's bought and sold. I've told you this over and over. And the reason they had to take out Donald Trump and anyone else, by the way, it's not even specifically about Trump, is because they don't want you to know because they don't want the gravy train to dry up. That's why. Well, we are in an unprecedented era of government lying, folks. The government is using its official capabilities and titles and former titles, Hamilton 68, former Intel officials. They're using it to get you off the trail because they know people like Trump are the future outsiders who are going to come in and shake this up because we can't continue on. They don't want you to see what's going on with your government being bought and sold. And ironically, they're using the misinformation label to silence people like me and Trump and anyone else from uncovering the misinformation you've been told for years, which is that your government's working for you when in fact they're working for foreign governments and others who bought them off. Listen to me, there is an amazing Holman Jenkins piece in the Wall Street Journal. It is worth a subscription. I didn't include it in the newsletter because it's a subscription only piece, but an amazing piece about just this. How our government has become 
all too familiar and all too comfortable, basically sticking the double barrel middle finger to you and lying to you. I'm going to get to the piece in a second. But first, folks, China owns us. I told you this on my Fox show this past weekend. You are never wasting your time. These are never pats on the back. These are just points I want to reiterate because they're critical. On the Fox show Saturday night, on my monologue at the end, I said the reason the China balloon story is a story is because it's not a story. What? That doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect sense. Listen to what I meant. Check this out. These things have probably been flying over our airspace for a long time while they humiliate us. And you know why it's an issue now? And why the China balloon story is such a big deal? Because some eagle-eyed citizen caught it. He just, they saw it. It's just right there. They've been doing this forever. This wasn't some, do you get what I'm trying to get at here? The point of this is, this wasn't a message by China because they don't even feel like they need to send a message. They think we're freaking idiots. We don't protect our colleges. We don't protect our business secrets. We've got spies in Feinstein's office. We've got one of them doing a with with a Swalwell. They think we're morons. They're like, yeah, screw it. Screw these losers. Fly a balloon over their nuclear facilities. What are they going to do about it? They're going to let it fly over the whole country before they shoot it down over South Carolina. Folks, they've been flipping us off for a long time. This is only an issue because it's not an issue to China. Told you that Saturday night. You know, I've been getting intelligence briefings as uh, my, my former line of work for a long time. Folks, it's, China has been spying on us aerially on the ground, SIGINT, HUMANT, forever. And we do very, almost nothing about it because Joe Biden and others love China. Matter of fact, a lot of them have cutesy time little financial arrangements. I wasn't trying to be Karnak or, again, the Stygian witches. Give me the eye and telling you that. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. Even the Washington Post a couple days late picked up on the story I put out there that this isn't a story because it's not a story. China's actually surprised. We're so surprised we're spying on them and that we, they got caught and we're upset about it. Here, Washington Post. Chinese balloon part of a vast aerial surveillance program, U.S. says. Thanks, guys. A little late to the party because Dan Bongino said it on his Saturday night show. Here's the crazy thing. It appears that Trump, because our government is bought and sold by China, that uh, the Trump administration, there were people in the Trump administration, there were suggestions out there that kept this information about the China vast aerial surveillance program from Donald Trump because they were afraid he'd be too aggressive, really too aggressive. Like maybe do something that would interrupt a lot of their business relationships with China, if you know what I mean. The right scoop. You can read this article in the newsletter. Congressman Waltz suggests General Mattis didn't tell Trump about Chinese balloons because Trump would be too aggressive. Gosh, I hate being right about this stuff. Yes, what a nice guy. <laughs> He's like these generals, Millie, Mattis. I mean, what disappointments. Now, back to the Jenkins article. This Holman Jenkins article is amazing. One of the best I have ever read. That's a bold statement. I read a lot. He talks about the balloon popping, uh, D, uh, balloon pops DC's myth bubble. He's making the point in this piece that federal agencies in the government are just now way too comfortable using disinformation on you. Again, to stop you from uncovering what Trump already knew, that your government's bought and sold. 
Now, this is a controversial thing, and I know I'm going to get a lot of negative kind of spillover from this, but um, I'm not going to reject talking about it for that. A lot of you, I understand, believe that there may be alien life out there and UFOs, and that's, that's fine. I, I, you know, I, I need hard evidence of that. Um, I've had Hugh Ross and others on who've given me explanations as to why they don't believe that's the case. However, I don't want to get into a UFO debate here. However, let me tell you something. What does UFOs have to do with the government, misinformation, our generals, our military, and the Russia hoax? Jenkins is making the point here that, remember Joe when the UFO thing came out like a year ago, Tucker was on it, and you and I, before every show, would be like, why are they doing this now? I sure do. Are they about to tell us something? Now, some people surmise that maybe they're about to tell us that they know about alien life. Jenkins' point is, no, that's not what they're going to tell you at all. What they were really trying to hide is the fact that the Chinese Communist Party has been spying on us using advanced devices and simple devices like balloons for a long time. You were about to find out about it, so they got you all distracted with the cutesy time UFO debate. Take it or leave it. I'm just putting out there a brilliant point. He says this. Pay attention to every word of this. For those who couldn't figure out why Jenkins, he notes himself, devoted four columns to the UFO debate, this is why. It became clear that whether from serendipity or design, national security agencies were using UFOs to hide something they didn't want us to see. That something, which has slowly dribbled out since last May, was Chinese surveillance in U.S. airspace. Suspected Chinese drones have been a sometimes daily presence in the U.S. military training sites going back maybe a decade or more. Sounds like something I said. Now we learn of multiple balloon incursions, too. Whether you believe in UFOs and alien life, it's totally up to you. It's a totally different show. I'm simply suggesting to you that the UFO leaks were most likely a head fake to get you distracted long enough while the government can still attempt to hide Chinese drones and advanced technology spying on us and us doing nothing about it because we're bought and sold to China. Here's another uh, portion of the piece where he he confirms Jenkins exactly what I said on my Fox show and just played for you that China's confused here why this is a story. China's been spying on us for decades. China's wondering now why we're making a big deal out of something they've been doing forever. As I said to you in the piece, this is only a story, the balloon story, because it's not a story. It's been happening forever. From Jenkins' piece. It should be obvious now why it was always a mistake. The Chinese profess, profess puzzlement over what they portray as an overreaction to their known incursions. Why the fuss now? Only because the American people had been kept in the dark about China's actions, jollied along with the UFO distraction. One more piece from this, where he mentions how the government has become all too familiar with lying to people. The UFOs, the dossier, everything, the Hunter Biden laptop, a disinformation scam, Hamilton 68, how these people do nothing but lie all the time. He says he comes to the second part of this piece. As in truth-finding skills, apparently atrophy, the federal government's become increasingly adept at using false information to solve problems. He notes the FBI used objectively false Russian intelligence, the DOJ inspector general tells us, to justify its improper acts in Clinton's email scandal. It used the false Steele dossier to obtain a warrant on Trump, and it used the same false information to stir the media's collusion pot. Folks, trust nothing coming out of the government, whether about UFOs, collusion, Hunter Biden or anything. They are lying to you and they're lying to you all the time. 
Now, I want you to follow uh, this account. It's a good one. Uh, Kanakoa.substack.com. It's at Kanakoa the Great on Twitter. I saw this yesterday. It's a pretty amazing thread on just how people within the government abuse their positions when we start to tell the truth and expose their misinformation, how they do the dipsy do flipperoo and accuse us of misinformation. He notes in his tweet, you know this guy Richard Stengel? He was the founder of our State Department's Global Engagement Center. Ooh, that sounds serious. He describes his job as a chief propagandist. Here's Richard Stengel talking about Propaganda being a really good thing. Keep in mind, this guy was a government employee at the State Department. Check this out. There's another word for master narratives. It's called history. <laughs> Basically, every country creates their own narrative story. And, and you know, my old job at the State Department was what people used to joke as the chief propagandist job. We haven't talked about propaganda. Propaganda, I'm not against propaganda. Every country does it. And they have to do it to their own population. And I don't necessarily think it's that awful. And this idea of a, of a, of a uh, cart, news cartel, I mean, I, I, I was editor of Time in 2012 uh, during that election. And I remember, you know, you're competing against cartels and everybody. I remember being on a panel with the then editor of the New York Times who said, it's really hard to break through these days. This is the editor of the New York Times saying it's hard to break through. I almost I wanted to jump off the platform. Like, what's it like for the rest of everybody? So, I mean, there, there's no I mean, there are cartels, but cartels don't have hegemony like they used to. So this former State Department guy describes himself as the chief propagandist for the government. He's really upset about what he calls misinformation. He's really equally upset that the New York Times and others don't have a monopoly anymore over the information exchange. In other words, he's upset that shows like this get you the truth. So they use propaganda to label shows like this, disinformation. And what do they use to attack us? They use actual disinformation. Do they really? Well, Richard Stengel, it turns out, was deeply tied to that group, Hamilton 68. Weird. That's the group that just got busted in the Twitter files for claiming to Twitter that a bunch of accounts were Russian bots that were, in fact, not Russian bots and had nothing to do with Russia. Here's Richard Stengel's tweets. Hamilton 68 is fantastic. I touted it on Morning Joe today. If we'd only had it during the election. <laughs> Joe Gee said this guy's like the Klaus Schwab. Like he's another, he's like a Bondville. Like these it couldn't be more perfect. They just give themselves up. Here's another gem, a Washington Post op-ed by Richard Stengel. Why America needs a hate speech law. <laughs> Arguing again to shut you up when you expose their misinformation. Here's another gem of a tweet. Richard Stengel promoting the Steele dossier PP hoax. Just saying someone, Christopher Steele, decided correctly to contact the FBI when he saw a foreign power meddling in a U.S. election while others connive with that foreign power. Don't, don't, don't shoot the mess. He believes in the PP PP Of course, he doesn't really believe in it. Oh, and here he is promoting another one. Remember Bounty Gate? Russians had bounties on our shoulders. The story completely on our shoulder, on our soldiers, excuse me. And Donald Trump did nothing. The story was totally made up. Richard Stengel was glad to talk about Bounty Gate with the great Nicole Wallace, the queen of vocal fry at MSNBC. Folks, let's just go back to the beginning of the segment. Biden and others are sold out to China. China's been doing this to us forever. We don't want to respond because our government has bought and sold to China, military people too. 
So when people like me expose what's going on with our government being bought and sold to China, our government, people like Richard Stengel, attack us as disinformation specialists using what? Disinformation. The irony of it all is just profound. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you wouldn't mind recommending the show and subscribing, deeply appreciate it. Helps us move up the charts. We've been in the top five for now a month straight due to you. It's all due to follows and subscriptions. They are absolutely free. Just click that subscribe button, if you would, or the follow button on Apple, Spotify, and Rumble. I'd appreciate it if you did all three. It means a lot. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Thank you so much for listening and recommending the show and subscribing. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.